Episode 55 with Matt McLeod. This is part two of two. If you guys missed part one, that was last week's episode, and that is episode 54. If you did miss last week's episode, which was part one, Matt is back, and as usual, we covered a lot of thoughtful talking points, some being the incentives of being a good person and what it means to be mindless, quote-unquote, and focus on the experience, um, why some people are happy with almost nothing, and some are seemingly miserable with with everything. Understanding the curse, quote-unquote, of evolutionary wiring and its effects on our happiness, using your, quote-unquote, toolbox of emotions to your advantage. Uh, we touch on some of the things going on currently around police brutality and protests around the United States, how to be a better listener, finding your why, some home improvement skills, and much more. The goal of these conversations is uh, to get you to think and to stimulate curiosity and keep conversation going and create conversation around cool topics, um, topics that are sometimes uncomfortable to talk about, and as I said, that are just there to stimulate curiosity and thought. If we can get you to think about your perspective and think about the way that you look at a certain or group of topics, then we've done our job. Um, I just want to mention, you know, we never have any agenda, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I hope you enjoy it. Again, this is part two of two. Think, stay curious, go find Matt on Instagram. He's a cool dude at Matt McLeod six. And as always, if you guys enjoy the episode and would like to support the podcast, I would ask you to please head over to iTunes or Apple podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review. And if you can't tell a friend, it goes a long way. If you're here from Instagram, what's up? Thanks so much for joining us. I always appreciate you guys hopping over platforms. Share a screenshot of the podcast on your story if you get the chance and if you enjoyed things. And as always, be sure to tag me at Austin Current uh, in that screenshot share. And also tag our guest, Matt, so we can both share it and uh, acknowledge and show our appreciation for, for you doing so. It means a lot. And as always, enjoy the conversation. I a hundred percent agree. I, I think we're just, we're cursed with the, the, our DNA and our own evolution to thrive and to, um, breed competition. And, uh, you know, and then you have things like capitalism or whatever. And then the capitalism, which I, you know, I, I barely know anything about uh, economics or anything, but it's like with, with capitalism, like you're going to have winners, but that also means you're going to have losers. You're going to, you're like, as far as competition goes that you're, someone's got to lose. Someone's got to do something for the sake of advancing things forward. But I think what you're saying there, there's probably a threshold that we missed a long time ago as far as like, Hey, we're probably, we're probably good here with, with this. Um, but, we're but it, we're past the point of diminishing returns for sure. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just, and then, but, but, but whenever, I mean, for now, you know, we're, we're, we're dealt with this, this, these cards that we're given. And it's like, 
understanding that though could be how you can have positive experience going forward in spite of having that Mercedes or a mansion or not having as many Instagram followers. Which when you think about it, it's just so asinine to it's think asinine. about. Fuck, but it yeah, still yeah. <laughs> it still bugs me on a base. Like yeah. if I lose follow like if I, I post something and then it doesn't do good, it's just like it's so it's it, but it but again, whenever that happens, that's instantly raises a red flag in my head. I'm like, hey dude, what the fuck are you doing? What 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 like Check yourself. Again, this goes back to the toolbox, the Swiss army knife, whenever I need to pull it out and just put things in perspective, like you're fine. Like we're here. Like I'm in, I'm in my closet right now. I'm chilling. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to my buddy. We're, we're talking to some imaginary people listening to us right now. And it's just like, things are, you're, you're fine. Like it's okay. If it all went away or whatever, like it, you know, it's just, it's, it's so, uh, yeah, the perspective thing and, and understanding where that and that's that's essentially what I'm trying to do by reading these these books because I'm trying to get to the root of it and understand why I feel these ways and I think whenever I understand why I feel these ways that can allow me to combat it uh, uh, in in the most productive way possible uh, and, and so but I think that that comes from listening to experts in the field in philosophy and or like psychotherapy or, or Buddhism or, or, or things like that. Like that's how I deal with them. I'm trying to learn from these people who, uh, you know, understand these things, these complex things more than I do. Um, and hopefully become a little bit smarter of a person for it. Yeah. It's, it's the, so compounding interest of opportunity, knowledge, it's, it's, it's important. And well, we'll I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but to finish what we were just talking about as well, it's also important to understand that I think by reading Civilized to Death was very eye-opening. There was parts of it that were really eye-opening for me as someone who's very interested in evolutionary biology um, and really any part of evolutionary psychology, biology, like physiology, you name it. I I'm interested in why things adapted to or how they did. Mm -hmm. um, and what were the causes of those things? And I think from an evolutionary societal perspective, I think it's very important to also understand that there are multiple schools of thought within the productivity of society. There's multiple schools of thought of what are, um, I, I forget the the two main schools. So one is Neo Hobbesian. So looking at Hobbes and his his take on the kind of the human uh, condition, which you get, um, which Christopher Ryan kind of places people in these different schools. I forget what the other one is, um, but one is Hobbesian, and that's where like Pinker and Richard Dawkins and like all these guys fall under that school of thinking and that school of. Um, and Darwin was similar uh, in this manner, if I'm not mistaken, to where we're looking at life in the from the lens of competition, sex, reproduction. This is our only existence. This is the only point of our existence. And that's a very one-sided way of looking at it, which I think it's healthy and productive to also talking about, as we have throughout this episode, understanding that it's, there is multiple schools of thought. There are intellectuals who are on the other side of that fence who are pleading their case 
pulling from data that we have, archaeological data that we do have, um, psychosocial data that we do have, that combats that of the sort of dog-eat-dog world that we think we exist in. And if you look at a lot of, and again, they pull from a lot of data as as far as archaeological data um, and data from these like murder rates on these tribes compared to other societies um, where there wasn't a lot of intertribal, there wasn't murder, like there wasn't these acts of blatant competition and there was actual hierarchical um, sort of safety nets around a lot of these uh, little, a lot of these tribes to where like he told a story that one of these tribes essentially, um, it basically kept you from being an overly egotistical, um, power hungry individual right. to where they basically just had a system of busting your balls based off of your kill. Um, so it was like, they were very purposeful about never congratulating you on the size of your kill or the importance or impact of your kill, Mm. uh, meaning like killing an animal um, for food. Like if anything, they had a series of, and this is the story that he was telling uh, based off the whatever data they have, um, is these, this specific society they were talking about or uh, tribe they were talking about, like they had that system of busting their balls. Like if you made a kill, it was, in the best interest of everyone, or if you were overly egotistical about like, well, you know, I'm the man, um, they would completely just bust your balls and just right. fucking, you know, they just go at you until you felt like nothing. Negative, you know, you negative reinforcement. <laughs> this big, exactly. They <laughs> yeah. would just be like, fuck you, dude. This is not how we live. Right. And I, so understanding, and I'll finish this point, finish this point. I think it's, in, it's, it's very important to understand and have the understanding that there are multiple schools of thought with every belief. And I think currently our society is set up for a very one-sided belief system in the sense of like success, materialism, what makes our capitalistic society flourish, what allows the engine or fuel of our society as a whole to, to function. We need different levels. We need the guys in the coal room we need the got people in the factory doing the mindless job. We need, we need all these things to keep the world going round. And we need the we need entry level. We need middle level. We need higher management. We need CEOs. We need all of these things within our hierarchy of existence to keep this one way of thinking of the way the world should work going. But I think it's important to understand there are people and there are different schools of thought, and that baseline has is changed within those and looking again if we're going back to like our a and b team of or side a and side b of that european thinking oh my god how are they happy they have nothing to the the indigenous native that's like oh my god how are they happy they have way too much right or they have things that they don't even understand right um and they need everything and their attachment now they need those things to be happy to whereas we have quote unquote, nothing in your eyes, but we're the happiest people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's maddening, and, but it's also liberating and freeing, as you're saying, to be able to understand that and 
to come from one school of thought or one school of success, uh, school of thought towards success or the way that we should live or strive to be, um, that we live within that framework, but it's, it's, it can be liberating and refreshing to be able to pull from the other side or the other school and say, yeah, but also like, no, right. Not at all. Like we're fine. Right. Um, and I am successful. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think, and I think that's a great, that's a great way to put it. I think what the thing that happens whenever you, cause you, if you have the, uh, egalitarian tribe and things, uh, I think what can th- sometimes throw a wrench in things is whenever you do have individual differences, that's that some people are going to be better at some things than other. Somebody in that tribe is going to be the smartest person that can, potentially manipulate of course i just feel like over time you're going to maybe have a bad seed come in for it's just i feel like it's just human nature to have hierarchies and power dynamics and and different things to come about that is going to throw a wrench in the egalitarian uh um and that's where you get population growth that's where you get the um what's the number there's a certain whose number is it it's what the rule of the, oh, like some physicist or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's that rule of someone listening is like punching their radio right now <laughs> yeah. or their headphones. Like, yeah. dude, how can you not think of this? Um, but it's 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 where the basis of thought of you can only really understand or know or socially be aware of like 150 people. Like oh. it's this tribal mentality. What's that? What's that number? What's the I name of that number? I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though. Matter. As far as like only knowing a certain amount of people. Right. But it's so it's once we get past that number, mm-hmm. that's where these slip ups yes. start to happen because the channels of communication are off. There are people that are left in the dark. There are side groups and subsets of that population who are like, hey, we're not only smart, right. but we're greedy as fuck. Yeah. So how about we all gang up and create this one thing? that can help us leverage our own power within the society. And that's where let's create, okay, maybe civilization was a good good idea to go for, what if we create these fields of food where then we have that group of people who are dumb as fuck in our eyes, who are just lazy and don't wanna do anything. Let's have those guys, let's force them to now tend to this idea that we have. And while we just kick back, we collect checks. Right. And it's like, that's where like, and then again, like you see, and obviously there was a lot of, from an evolutionary perspective, there was some need as well with weather pattern changes. So this wasn't all human. This was all human, but it, it wasn't all because of greediness. Like there was a lot of um, environmental pressure to set up some of these societies and civilizations because so I don't want to think that obviously is all malicious and whatever um, in, in its intent, but in the way that it kept going, like that should have been more or less intermittent. It shouldn't have been the way that it kept existing um, more or less is what I'm getting at. But, you know, obviously like as weather patterns change, as uh, a hot climate now gets cold, a wet climate now loses, goes through a drought. A lot of the things that they were used to having now they don't have. So now we have to centralize and look, so let's say we have 10 tribes around us. Now we have to combine all those 10 tribes into one and figure out how the fuck we're all gonna eat and stay alive and whatever, right? right. So um, obviously there was some, I'm speaking very 
to the the basic understanding of this because a lot that goes into it as with any subject um and i still need to keep learning more and more about it but yeah it's very interesting and um i think to the next point that i wanted to make um well do you have anything else i I wanted to talk about one more thing that you had mentioned no you're good man go ahead whatever you Um, got fire away I'm just, I'm just, I'm here, I'm here learning. So if you guys wanted to learn about the entire evolution and civilization of humans ever, you came to the right podcast Uh, and (laughs) also painting and carpeting. DIY projects. Yes, exactly. Find our YouTube channel. (laughs) Um, So, and this kind of like breeds into, um, I, I think a great way to end this conversation would be to pull back on what we sort of touched on in the beginning talking about weather um and how it can be different seasons within a fucking day here in the middle like here in kentucky it can you can use your like there are days that within the year sometimes weeks within the year where you wake up in the morning you would turn your heat on in your car in the afternoon you would turn your air conditioning on or in your house you would turn the heat on and then throughout the day, you'd have to turn your air conditioning on. And then at night, you'd have to turn your heat back on. Yes. Um, like there's se- it goes through seasons throughout days and weeks at a time here. I just call it Thursday. That's what it is. It's just Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday. It. Yeah, it's Thursday. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, this is Thursday. Um, but anyway, so going back to what, uh, a recent email you sent out for your email list, the two voices in your head. And I wanted you to kind of explain mm. the importance of those two voices and because I, I agree with that model of thinking. And I, I think it's very important that you have both of those and that you could use them within the same day or the same hour. Um, and that's kind of the pulling from that weather analogy, but it's the same with the voices in your head that can, that can express compassion, kindness, forgiveness, understanding, encouragement, support, using your words here. Um, but the second voice that is one of assertiveness, dominance, logic, grit, discipline, goal orientation, simply being a bad motherfucker yeah so it's like we need both of those but it's a matter of when to sort of leverage each one um so if you could kind of go into that right yeah so so what he was saying with the the two voice i felt like as long as i can remember at least as long as i've been a um thinking adult whenever i've been able to detach myself from uh whatever what i'm thinking and not just work off of pleasure and just yeah etc i'm able to it advance my critical thinking skills. Um, and I'm able to understand that I do often have two voices in my head. And and like you said, one is being more of the motherly voice, right? Uh, and motherly slash feminine. Uh, and, and that is the one of compassion and kindness, uh, and understanding and forgiveness. Uh, and, and so all of these qualities typically are more motherly and, and feminine, uh, inherently, but then I also have another voice in my head that is, uh, again, more, it's more fatherly uh, and masculine. And that is, yeah, like you said, it's more, it's more logical, rational, uh, um, uh, disciplined, um, uh, yeah, grit and just, yeah, again, just being a bad motherfucker. And, and I think that you need both of these in certain scenarios. For, so to use fitness for an example, right? Because that's what is very easy for both of us and what your listeners can understand as well. Some days, if you, you uh, whatever, you go off your diet, you you stop tracking and you end up going out to eat uh, and 
you you blow your macros, everything, right? If you do that one day out of the week and you enjoy yourself with that experience, you're you're with family, you're with friends, you go out to eat uh, and, and you know you have a great time and you enjoy it and you're happy that it happened, right? But you also went off your diet or you went off track. It's like in that case, it's like use the use the motherly voice, use the feminine voice. It's okay, like you're fine. Everything everything will be okay. Get back on track. You're you're good to go. There's no reason to to beat yourself up about this. Then other days. If you're doing, if you're going out to eat and you're eating garbage all week long, well, then maybe you're just being a lazy sack of shit and, and you're just like, okay, I need to check myself. Uh, and, and both of these methods are a way of checking yourself. But, but with this one, whenever you're being lazy, when you're not doing what you need to be doing, whenever you're not making your future self proud and you're not being the person who you could be, that's whenever it's like, all right, I need to I need to use this militant side. I need to use this fatherly figure uh, and 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 yell at myself a little bit. I need to kick my ass in gear. Um, in that situation, I think it, it's 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 paramount to have that voice inside your head to 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 step up to the plate and really get done what you need to get done based off of what you say is important to you. Right? You, we say all these things are important to us. We say we want to live this certain way, yet our actions don't follow. Uh, uh, those ambitions, right? And, and so that's whenever you need to figure out which card to play. And, and sometimes it can it can be the the motherly one. Sometimes it can be you're fine, like everything everything's okay. And, and I guess it could be it could be both. It could be the 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 militant side. And then followed by the motherly side or the, the fatherly side, then followed by the motherly side, because you can get too hard on yourself. You can be overly critical with, with each other, but, but then you can, if you're overly critical, then you can use the, the motherly compassion and just be like, Hey, it's, it's, it's all good. You're fine. But let's also get our shit in gear with, with the, with the, with the fatherly side right behind it. Um, so yeah, I think you need, you need the marriage of both. And I think this is why you have, uh, uh, mothers and fathers, or even so if you have two, two males or two females, typically it, it, what's so interesting is whenever you have, uh, like a homosexual couple, you have typically, so like for, for girls, uh, who, who are lesbians, right? They, you typically have one girl who's more feminine and then you have another one who's more like masculine. Right. And, and it's just interesting that that's, even even with same sexes, like that's that's somewhat how the dynamic works so well is because you have this complementary system uh, that 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 just works so well. Of course, of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but I'm saying, and and of course, being a father doesn't mean you're only masculine and that you only have these qualities. I would say I have plenty of feminine qualities, and I think it's what makes me. A, a a better communicator and empathizer and and understanding with clients and I'm sure you would you would agree as well um, that that's what allows us to to understand where our clients are coming from and and allow them uh, or or set forth path and direction to to get them on the track that they need to go but then also I guess a coach is a perfect example of this sometime you need you have the client that you need to be like hey go easy on yourself you're you're like you're beating yourself up you've got a lot of guilt going on and it's just not necessary like you're doing fine the majority of the time it's like slip up happen or whatever uh or or you needed this like you needed that meal out with family it's like just all you've got to do is realize it's cool, clean slate, get back on track. And then you have other people who aren't checking in with you, who aren't doing what they say is important to them. And you have to play, uh, uh, you have to be the coach that's like, puts their foot down. Like, hey, you've 
you said this was important to you. I need you to do this this week and be a little bit more firm with your tone, um, et cetera. And because that's what they need in that moment. And it goes with parenting, but you see the, these trends of, of order and chaos, even if you want to, what do you want to call it? Uh, uh, masculine and feminine. It's the, it's the bleeding of these two into each other that, that can, uh, um, typically allow you to respond to things via other people or via within yourself in the most productive way possible. Yeah. It's the, it's the complementary of the energy It's the complementary of the yin and yang Yes, of the order and chaos of the, the, the masculine and feminine. And again, I think it's important to say, um, that the, detachment of these two male female non-binary whatever you associate with i think it's important to understand that we're not attaching these to any one thing but it's the understanding of that energy of that order chaos masculinity femininity um all of these things uh the yin and the yang it's it's the The usefulness of of both and then also the with the yin and the yang because they have that's why the little circle is in each one they're both within each other uh uh and it's it's it it all comes together in the middle which is the way if you talk about taoism or something like that you have the you have the way like in the center of both of those having one foot in order and having one foot in chaos that is how you have uh you know the proper balance between things and that's uh, that's how i think I need to use whichever one of those in this moment uh, to to get me through to the next moment or to ease to ease my suffering. Right. That's that's kind of how how I how I see it. I dig that, man. Yeah, I like it. And again, I know we're on the same page with this with this kind of shit, but it's important to have these conversations. And again, like drawing back on what we were talking about earlier and immediately have immediately impacting those around you and and stimulating thought and curiosity and challenge towards perspectives that you now believe or have or biases that have been sort of instilled upon you and and are now ingrained in you which i think is a lot of the problems that we're seeing in current day um with race religion political view you name it it's it's these preforms inherited biases Um, that we're not necessarily or definitely not born with, that we just are learned behavior over time that make us misunderstand that of the way, that of the the middle of the line. It's lazy thinking is what I think it is. Mm. It's it's just you're not, you're not, you're not searching for the truth because if you were searching for the- You're not thinking. Yeah, you're just, you're not- You're accepting. Yes, exactly. And what is it, it like- in the traditional mindset or whatever, it's just like, this is how things have always been. So this is how it's always going to be. It's like, that is just, that's the argument of like a six-year-old. It's just not, it's not, I don't, I don't understand if people really want to, uh, if they really want to strengthen their argument or to, to really find out the truth, you would be the one searching more on the other side of your issue and, and trying to find out like, if you're a racist or something, it's like, if there's so many people protesting in the streets right now, believing in this this one thing, don't you think it's at least beneficial to look on the other side? Maybe you're wrong. Maybe maybe things aren't the way that you think they are. Um, and I talked about this with uh, Abel Mesmer. He, he well, the podcast came out today. Um, he's uh, 
he, he's my black friend from, from New York and, and he's a personal trainer and, and I had him on and we had like an hour and a half long conversation about, he went, he just went off and I figured I've been wanting to have a conversation with him for a while. Uh, and I was like, well, what, what better time to do it than now? Uh, and we just, but it was so cool. It was, it was obviously what's going on isn't cool, but this, this dude is, is grew up in the Bronx, New York. Right. And I grew up in a small town in Kentucky, white dude. Right. And, and so it's just like having both of those worldviews come together because I was talking about white privilege and, and I, I, I hear about white privilege and I, I understand, I, I'm not going to say that I understand it completely from like a complete systemic standpoint, but, but the point that I brought up was, and, and as far as averages go, I don't think that this is true as far as um, uh, uh, white people being equally treated with, with black people. And you'll see where I'm getting at here is because in Kentucky, right? I have a trailer park behind my house and behind my parents' house. And there's a lot of quote unquote white trash people in my family. Cause I know they're not going to be listening to this. I have quote unquote white trash people who literally bank off unemployment. They, they do drugs. They don't take care of people. They don't take care of themselves. Um, and, and it's just, there's a lot of people that I know that are, are white. And then I've seen obviously with, and I've been to rural Kentucky, like hardcore, like less than a hundred people in a certain town. Um, and again, average on average, this probably isn't true, but, but I, I just brought this up to him because I hear white privilege. I was just like, I know these people, like what it, those people hear that white privilege. And then they're, you know, in this trailer park with basically nothing and they've lived in poverty their entire life. And that's all they've known. The kids are born into that. Uh, and it's just like, I, I hear that. And I'm just, I don't know. I, it just, it just makes me, again, I'm just second guessing things that I hear. And it, it makes me, cause I feel for all people, of course. And it's just like, I don't like, cause if those people hear white privilege, like, oh, I'm privileged. Like I should feel good about the situation that I'm in, but then they feel terrible and their life is terrible. Um, and it's just, I know that that can be confusing, um, for, for them. Uh, and I, it, I just, I, I brought it up with him and, uh, you know, he, he understood where, where I was coming from, but I think again, it goes back to on average. Yes. I think white people are going to have more opportunities. They're going to have more things like this, but I just, I wanted to, to point that out. And I think it's probably one of those things where it's like, of course there's exceptions. There's not every single white person is going to have privilege over a certain black person. Right. Um, but, but that was just a point. What I'm getting at here is I, I want to explore the other options without just taking things for face value based off of an emotional response. And, and I think that that is just that critical thinking, that extra step of self-reflection and introspection and trying to poke holes in your own argument, that's only going to lift your argument up or, or belief, not argument, but just belief, uh, uh, et cetera. Um, I think that that's only, it only has upside to try and figure out if you, you are right or wrong without, because the, the goal is not to be right or wrong. It's to find out the truth. Um, but, but I think, yeah, with, with topics like these, where it's so emotionally charged and you see that the, 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 the guy, George Floyd being brutally murdered on the internet. And then you immediately want to jump to X, Y, and Z. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. But even with that emotional response, that can also be irrational and actually hurt those individuals that are, are wanting change. And, and this is what Mike Isertel posted on his Instagram the other day. And it was just like these emotional responses. I think the emotion is, is helpful, 
but you cannot make gut impulse decisions because it's not always the smartest way to go about things. As far as these very complex topics that are that are going on, and I'm not even going to have any, uh, I'm not, I have no remote idea what the right thing to do is. But but I'm also not going to act like I do because then that's just someone with that uh, ignorance. And perceiving it as that they know the right answer and and saying like retweeting other people and just retweeting bad information or or spreading bad information, but it sounds good because it's emotional and based off of current events, like that seems like the right thing to say or to do or whatever, but it could only end up harming things further or or dividing people further. It's like let's let's make sure that we keep the issue the issue and not lead off into other and lead to further division, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, so yeah, I don't even know. Chase the truth, not whether to be right or wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think chasing the truth is a good way to put it. Um, I think it's again, understanding the systemic problem. Um, and I, I think it's easy to lose sight of the history of the systemic problem that is caused and how throughout history, um, not only black history, but really any person of color or um, even different religion uh, or sometimes political viewpoint throughout history has caused endless death, endless depression or endless oppression and endless, endless problems and controversy within societies as a whole throughout history. And I, I think it's a fundamental issue that, that humans have um and at least uh and if, i guess if you look kind of look at cults you know you kind of have always that there's always that charismatic leader with long hair who's attractive who's who's the ideal who is the leader and the the, the person of the way they're, they're enlightened they're the towel right yeah. they're enlightened they're they're the person and now that we have to follow them and do everything they they say and you see this with like cults and and stuff like that, where then when that person's the way is to to die, then everyone poisons themselves and and they're all you know okay. What was the giant point of that? We can yeah. look, and then we can look up, we can look at that objectively and say like, wow, that was I could see where you got caught up into that, but mm -hmm. how fucking dumb! Like that <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And but we can look at that, but we can't. We, we seemingly can't look at this situation like that which i think there's absolutely parts of it that are just like that's dumb yeah none of that has foundation that make that makes no sense yeah at all there's no logic there is no like yes there's history and there's there's systemic issue within these problems absolutely and but if you look at it objectively it's like none of this fucks makes any fucking sense and i think to keep things like relatively on point here is as, as far as like the theme of what we've been talking about it's understanding baselines and understanding the baseline of well we're all human here mm -hmm. we all want to make ourselves better we all want to improve the lives of others and those around us who we love we want opportunity we want to be treated fairly we want to be we want to be treated just like the other fellow person that you love and care about regardless of pigmentation of skin or regardless of religion regardless of cultural belief regardless and this is a systemic problem throughout the world let alone our country with yeah 
the oppression of of black americans and it's sickening it's so and weird to think about it's so like, why, weird to why, think why why even just what you just said like people are different colors people i don't i don't i and i think it's it's Sorry to cut you off, by the way, with 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 this generation coming up, like with my so my sister's 20 and like they're and she 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 hangs out with everybody. Her her boyfriend's mixed, um, but it's just like they don't give a fuck about it, like you. And they're actually much more pro for it. Like they're like these issues going on, like they're way more into it than than I would have been at 20. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're 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 on the forefront of uh, uh they're just much more. Uh, uh, accepting and, and, and liberal type thinking, to be honest. Uh, and it could be just people that, that I'm around or, or, or whatever, but it seems like the younger generation, unless they are, uh, falling in because unless they're falling into the path of, of traditionalism, like their parents think this way. So they think this way. Uh, but now with the internet, I think that's the, that's the big wrench here that's thrown into people's like traditionalism. It's like, Hey, you can check if this is right or wrong or or you can at least explore other viewpoints if you're curious about is your is your religion you know is is there merit to religion or is there is there merit to these beliefs that you're having uh so so yeah i think it's i think the direction that we're heading is one like it's we're heading in the right direction um and i think that this is another just course correct uh that that is is necessary to keep furthering that that path uh, but again, you, you've got to be careful of swaying too far to the other side or getting caught up on another issue at hand that isn't pertaining to the the, the truth that we were after in the first place. Like this is about e- equality of opportunity, everybody being treated equal or whatever. This isn't like, hey, let's let's. Uh, uh, let's punish white people for, for this. And I think most, most people that you, you, you talk to that have a level head about things or logical and rational with things, it's, they, they understand that it's not a, a, a black and white issue as far, like, I guess both and then, uh, uh, literally and, and figuratively <laughs> black and white issue. Um, uh, but yeah, I think we just got to make sure we don't get carried away with, our emotions. I think the emotion, emotions and, and those impulses can be the beginning of change. And I think that I'm not saying it's not necessary to at least question what, what is going on and, and to try and, and make change happen. But you can't get, again, you can't get too carried away with it because it could end up biting you in the ass later on. Um, so yeah, sorry to cut yeah. you off. That's what I was. No, you're good. So I, I think too, um, so this is with anything. I, I've I've said this countless times over the past probably four or five years, where problems tend to arise, where I've had problems in my past, where I observe others to have problems in theirs, is when you get lost in the extremes, there becomes a lot of consequence to that. And I think what we're seeing with this movement, what we saw with the coronavirus, what we've seen throughout history with problems of cultural society and kind of psychosocial behavior, is when those individuals or groups of people get caught in the extreme of, of of thinking in any kind or actions of the extremes and so it's not that and I, I think also that the extreme the extremists the if we're losing using a Gary V thing like the, the goal would be to make positivity louder the goal would be to make the middle louder mm-hmm. it's it's the middle who needs to be heard and that's of every color race religion 
creed, like sexuality, whatever. It, it's it's the middle of everything. It, it's the epicenter. It's the middle of the continuum. If we're looking at at it objectively, it's the gray that needs to be heard, and the, that gray encompasses every single color, which I guess would be the combination that would be black, right? Mm. Black is the essence of every color right. represented, right? Right. In, in terms of the color color wheel, yeah. Which white would be the absence of color, yeah. Um, within that scenario, but to to make the point, like to look at it objectively, I think it's important that we understand, at least from my point of view, that it's the gray who needs to be heard and it's the gray who needs to be paid attention to. There's going to be extremists that make everyone's fucking life hell and problematic and aren't keeping the goal the goal. So the same thing as I recently saw this problem or debate or brought up on someone's social media but it, it went from basically, you know, a talk of the Black Lives Matter movement to that of which turned into like sexual assault in the office or the in the workplace. And it was like, clearly that's a fucking problem, but that's not the problem we're talking about. And so let's keep the goal the goal here. Like if that's an issue, if that is a conversation you want to have, it was Greg Knuckles. Oh. That's who it was. So I thought Greg articulated himself fairly well. Um, and I, I thought he said what he wanted to say well. Oh, I haven't checked um, it out. Was this, what is this on? It's on Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Um, okay. That's, that so explains yeah, it. Greg Nichols, I, I thought really worked through it well. Um, again, nobody's perfect. Like anything that we're saying right now, it, I want everyone to listen, that's listening to understand regardless of color, race, religion, belief, bias, opinion, whatever, understand that we are under the full understanding that we don't have the complete understanding of this topic either but i think what is important is that we are talking about it and we're mm -hmm. at least challenging that curiosity we're challenging that belief we're challenging those biases um yeah i'll speak for maybe, myself i'll speak for myself i'm an idiot so yeah yeah like fuck dude like i just wanted to i have no idea what i'm talking about but it sounds okay so yeah continue <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's important that we're having the conversation i think a lot of systemic problems coexist for millennia because we refuse to have the fucking conversation. Mm -hmm. Like we just would have talked about it. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of problems that I've had, whether it's been professionally, personally, whatever, um, stem from a lack of communication on a topic. So if I'm if I have an issue or I have something I that I thought think needs to be talked about or said, the longer that that isn't talked about or said, the bigger problem it becomes. And again, like that's with anything, and I think that we're seeing that evolve and culminate into what's happening. Um, which again is very important that it's being talked about and touched on and confronted, yeah. I think is, is a good word to say. Um, but I, I think the baseline here is to un the understanding of like, look, do research, understand what's going on. Um, listen to those who are at the top of these movement groups that n have been elected by that population. Um, so black men and women who have been elected by other black men and women to speak on their behalf is very important to listen to them, not every bit of noise that's happening on social media. And to understand that they represent the gray, not the extremes. They represent the, the, the part of the continuum that 
honestly is I would say a huge large like a large 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 majority that make up the most of the population of belief in the world but like we see in our political climate especially here in the US I think as a whole if you took a true consensus and I think we saw this in voting if you took a true consensus of the viewpoint on our current leadership it would be across the board like yeah I'm not quite sure what's going on um or how this happened but the problem is is the extremes usually win the extremes usually win because they're louder and they're just more boisterous and aggressive with the way that they get shit done and I think to the extremist it's like fuck yeah man this is exactly what needs to happen this is exactly what's been brewing and culminating for years to come this is the messiah and this yeah. is how you get cults yeah this yeah. is how you get you know these weird sects of people who turn into a cult yeah, yeah. we all know where it's fucking weird right um regardless of what your belief is so i think if you're in a cult you could even say yeah that was fucking weird <laughs> yeah um and so yeah i just think it's important not only have the conversation but i think it's important to to challenge your beliefs and challenge biases and challenge your environment challenge who you're speaking to listening to um and if you haven't done the research that you need to um i would highly recommend it and one of the best pieces of advice that i've heard um spoken from a black man who i, I follow that's in the fitness community um jacques is his name and his instagram handle I will find for you in just a moment <laughs> um is yeah i'll find it in just a moment page is loading um he spoke on behalf and basically just said the best thing you can do if you're unsure or the best thing you can do to help right now is to have conversations with those around you mm. is to have conversations with people like you who either have similar or different viewpoints you need to have conversations with those who are around you who look like you who act like you who talk like you that are in any of those criteria they don't have to be all right you know they're not inclusive um or they're not exclusive they're inclusive mm -hmm. um it, it is to have the conversation it is to to talk about it to communicate about it and understand fundamentally what the fuck is going on and then also how do we objectively move on and understand and empathize and sympathize with every point of view that's kind of currently going on um and again it's the the extremists who get out of hand it's the extremists who are louder it's the extremist of a subset of a population where we're getting a lot of the again it, it like we're getting a lot of the black versus white or um we're getting a lot of the defunding of police officers are defunding which again there could be validity based off of right and this is on the behalf of my dad's been a police officer for 30 years so i come from a police family oh got it um so but there also is school there is a way of thinking about this where you know maybe there's instead of pouring more and more money into more and more police how about we talk about community outreach mm -hmm. maybe if we put, pump more money into the the community we won't need as many police officers because there will be more opportunity right. to actually create advancement and create opportunity and and growth within a community that has little to nothing mm -hmm. to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so like that, I think it's, it's understanding. We've been talking about that through the entire episode to understand is to be enlightened. It's to be quote unquote woke in this current culture of understanding what's going on and understanding what that baseline is and that the baseline desires of a human, regardless of color, religion, belief, whatever Mm -hmm. it's the sense of wanting to be treated like everyone else. It's the idea of opportunity and advancement and being heard and, and loved and to be able to love and to be loved and, and to all, all of these things it's, and, and not, and not to be judged by your appearance of any kind. Like, right. And that goes for everyone. Again, like if you have a weird nose, you don't want to be judged for that. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be born or if you're, entire lineage is from a place that is super fucking sunny and you got a ton of melanin in your skin yeah right you're gonna be darker complected yeah i clearly come from a place that their sun never ever came out (laughs) i hear you and my ancestors were super fucking pale so it was (laughs) in our best interest that we were pale because we needed as much sunlight as we could get right yeah um and sun absorption as we could get to to harness that vitamin d so yeah it's just to break it down I think reductionism can be dangerous if you don't quite understand something, Um, which I think reductionism to the extent of kind of you're seeing a lot of reductionism right now as far as the systemic issue at hand and then people reduce it to something that's like, oh, well, it's just this. Right. I'll just say this. Fuck that. It's simple. It's like it's not simple. Yeah. 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 Not even. Um, Not at all. Not even close to simple. Yeah. And how ingrained in into our society it is and like the way our policies and political umbrella is set up it's it's not simple right it's the opposite right so treating it communicating treating it as so and communicating across a population is i think the only thing that that we can do um especially if you you look like me and you right i i think it it all comes down to and I made a post about this on Instagram, but it come because I said that every white person, well, most white people are trying to say like, okay, how can I help? What can I do um, for all of this? And especially to to towards the problem of racism, it's like, okay, how am I going to tackle and defeat racism or or whatever this big mountainous problem of racism? Uh, and I think again, it comes down with how you change basically anything. And it comes down to personal responsibility. At least that's a good starting point uh, to just come down like, okay, what am, what can I do myself through, like you said, through conversations, through voting, through reaching out to, to um, uh, politicians or, or, or whatever you need to do, uh, or some could be activism, right? Um, but like start with yourself and just say, okay, how can I do first off start with myself and then affect the people around me if you have kids or something talking with your kids uh if you have parents talking with your parents uh and then that's if 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 everybody does that because if if you think like oh my vote doesn't count or it doesn't mean anything it's like if everybody looked at it through that lens we wouldn't have a democracy because then nobody would think that the vote vote counts uh and so even if you reduce it down to that it's like that's just that's it's it's you're taking away your individual power that we have built this country upon, right? It's it's to the individual uh, um, as far as 
having having limited power but it's just like yeah i think the first step is personal responsibility turning inward thinking about what you can do uh and if if that's the bare minimum you do i think that uh you know you could at least be be proud of that for sure and then everything after that is going to be a bonus so start with yourself yeah and start with yourself and then again as as we've mentioned numerous times like if you want to create change it starts with those immediately around you mm-hmm. so again that's where the, the the conversations come about like that's having difficult conversations with your loved ones and figuring out what they believe and and think um and trying to challenge them to at least consider something else right um yeah but it's important that everyone's listening to everyone and, and everyone understands where everyone's coming from and i think from a perspective as coaches um and and people who try and put out content to educate and inform and um as sheldon cooper would say enlighten um i'm here to inform and enlighten um which is a very narcissist he is a narcissist um but anyways they i i like big bang theory but um as far as all that goes to to truly be able to teach and inform and educate one of the greatest qualities you can have is the ability to listen and the ability to listen is important to the extent of you allow that other person you allow that other culture population um, group of individuals to or individual themselves to speak why they believe something because i think if we could get to and i think this is the problem with a lot of different things whether it's a small minutia of a topic regarding keto, paleo beliefs of dieting to tribalism within dieting uh, that live within the tiny, tiny importance of a fitness community that we make our living off of, or, but as a whole can be, again, a ripple effect into something greater. Um, Or we're looking at world politics or institutional racism or or whatever we're looking at to, to listen to the other side or to listen to that individual's approach or, or belief system, you have to first listen to understand where to even attack the situation from. So let's say to put this into context and make it applicable, let's say you get, we have differing beliefs. Mm-hmm. I'm one, since I'm super nice guy, I'll take the, the extremism approach and I'll let you be the, the, the person who lives in the middle or who is enlightened or woke. Okay. Right? Got it. Um, Right. So, cause I'm a great person. So I'll, I'll let you be that guy. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. No worries. I mean, you're the shit, man. So <laughs> that is my we name. We touched on that earlier. That is my that name. Is your name. So let's say I'm on behalf of the keto belief of keto is the way keto is Tao. Keto is the way of it's, it's the perfect culmination of the perfect marriage, the perfect sexual relationship of chaos and order. It's the perfect marriage of what uh, of restriction upon flexibility it's the perfect marriage of all of these things that culminate into a healthier more vibrant more tranquil um higher sense of well-being existence that we that we can have on this planet right um and that's all from the keto diet that's all from eliminating carbohydrates and eating proteins and fats and um whatever else right and if that's all I say to you, like keto is the way, man. 
if you're not listening, if you don't start to ask questions right. and listen to what the fuck I'm actually trying to say or listen to why I believe that to be true, you're just going to attack the fact that you don't believe that keto is that. And then we're just, we're arguing semantics. We're arguing our beliefs without an understanding of why each other even believe what we believe. And so the fundamental problem I think is in that itself. And if you want to educate or inform or enlighten um, another person or population on something, let's just start with another person um, or other schools of thought, let's say, then you have to first listen and you have to first ask questions to why that person believes something to begin with. Because if, I, if you don't know why I believe keto is the answer, then again, you're just going to start screaming at me and say, bro, it's not the fucking answer. I'm a registered dietitian. I've studied this. I've done my 10,000 hours. I realized this, 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 right, and this, right, right. all of these things. Yeah. Um, I'll let you speak now and stop speaking for you. But um, it, the importance is, is listening and, and meeting in the middle to, to then create something that can be understood by both parties. It's listening without attachment. Like getting back to the original, it's like this is we're we're listening without attachments, interpretations, ego, etc. Because if you're listening with all of that noise also going on in your head, you're not truly listening, right? Listening should be without expectation or without. Uh, that's where the understanding uh, under or, or listening to understand as opposed to listening to respond. Um, right. That's you know true that true understanding Good comparison. Right. But so the listening the listening uh, I don't I didn't make it up somebody else said it. Um, but but yeah, shit man you yeah. made everything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So it's it's whenever you are trying to listen it's it's again getting to the truth uh, and and trying to understand like hey this person thinks this way and if anybody my girlfriend talked to a massage therapist the other day who's all about holistic nutrition and things and was talking about certain things. And I was like, if you really want to like confront their beliefs without actually confronting them, literally just ask them why like two or three times after their initial statement. And you can find out pretty quickly how deep of a foundational knowledge that they have on why they're saying what they're saying. Uh, and so either change the subject or keep going. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or they're going to fumble or yeah. they're going to be like, Oh, you, you know, yeah. it, well, it just, you know, I read the article. I don't have the article on yeah. my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they'll yeah. just say whatever. And it's like, okay, well th that's, that's just sh sh like throwing it back in their face without actually throwing it back in their face because you're just like, Hey, why, why, why is that really? Like if you're here to educate me, you want to sound smart in front of me, like really educate me, tell me why you think that. Um, and then that can, that can, for most people, especially if you've got like bro guys at the gym who said, oh, you should do this. Like, okay. Why, why, why should we do that? And then, and then they say something's like, okay, why does that happen? How, why is that work better or something? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's so easy to do. Uh, and it could be beneficial to both of you, um, because they're either going to maybe question themselves, uh, and, and change their beliefs or you'll learn something. Right. And so it's like, a, that's, and, and, or you can at least, learn something to go check out later on and, and, and recheck them, uh, right through the, through the filter of bullshit. Um, so, so yeah, I think there's, there's, there's levels to it, but, but true understanding, true listening, uh, has to come from a place without attachment to expectations, ego, if, if you really want to find out the truth. Yeah. And that also stems to the existential question of purpose and why. Um, so, you know, we constantly hear, you know, you have to find your why, you have to find your, your your soul, North Star, your horizon, your purpose, which I think it's important to have a horizon. I think it's important to know 
what your true north is, whatever direction that points in, or whatever direction that you're kind of holding. Yeah, whatever direction that points in is important to understand um, because you have to know where you're trying to go or else you're just going to feel lost and purposeless and that culminates into unfulfillment, unhappiness, depression, anxiety, all these different things um, that we see as far as a disconnectedness with our, our North Star horizon, our surroundings, what the fuck we're doing each day with our lives, all of these things. But I think the mistake we all have is originally when we're searching for that why, we're using it as a box that we just tick off and sort of just keep it in the closet for because that's where, you know, uh, the winter jackets go because I live in Florida and it's like, well, I have a winter jacket. I tick that box, but I'll never actually get it back out because we live in Florida and it's never fucking cold here. Um, and so you never revisit it. You never get it back out. And so to understand your why, I think it's important to, to do what you just said. And okay, what is your why? What is your purpose? What is your horizon or star or whatever? But keep asking why after you answer it. And that's something Miguel and I have done to each other. And it, it's been extremely enlightening because it's it you don't accept the first, the, you're not accepting, like we did this experiment sort of like on each other on the basis of, well, basically the first three things that you say, I'm gonna say, okay, fuck off, why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep saying why. Um, and so the first thing that comes out of your mouth, if someone asks you, like, what is your why? If the first thing that comes out of your mouth, which is the standard answer, that I just want to help, help people. people. Yeah. Right. Right. Why? Yeah, yeah. Why do you want to help people? Uh-huh. Okay. I want to help people because X, Y, and Z. Okay. Why X, Y, and Z? Why do you want to help people because of that? And it's like you have to get four or five deeps or four or five whys deep yeah. before you actually start to crack into the actual purpose behind what that person is doing. And again, it's going to be multifaceted. It could be, I mean, we don't have to get into that, but it's going to be multifaceted, right? Um, but it's important. It's important as the person on the other end, but it's important as the on the receiving end of those challenges. It's important as the person who's doing it to the other to listen, um, but also to listen objectively, but also be able to have whatever it is, the confidence, the courage, the the tenacity to keep asking why and not accepting that for face value. Like every time I hear the answer, um, well, I'm in this to help people. I don't, I don't believe that. Lazy thinking. Like I believe that you're in this to help people. Yeah. Sure. But I think if that exists out of a fucking 100% pie chart, that's your 15%. So you better fill the rest of that pie chart up. Dude, go because as of give, now, give give all your money away. Just give everything away. You want to help people. If you're only doing this to help go, people, give everything give, you have away. Give me everything you have. <laughs> right. Give it to me. Because I'm not fucking buying. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. help me. It'll help me a lot. So yeah, do that. Yeah, it would help me to give you if you gave me all your money right give, now. <laughs> you, you want to own up to your why? Give me your money. <laughs> that should be right. the response. Um yeah, that's funny. Uh but man, like it's it's so true. And I think it's so, so important to, again, keep that in mind, keep that in perspective. Um, And if you're sitting there like in your why your whole life, or when you fill out these worksheets from business coaches or people you follow on social of finding your, your niche and finding your purpose and whys and whatever else that you're following and taking part in, 
I'm a huge fan of self-development. I think we should always strive to be better and improve, but also have acceptance and, and stillness and calm and um, detachment and um, in the in the uh, in the already free book, he calls it being and becoming. That's what it is. Being and becoming. Being and becoming. I like that. Yeah. You, so be who you are, but become something yes. that you, you need both. Like to continue to become. You need, you need both. both. You need the you need the marriage. You need the order and the chaos. That's it, need. man. That's it. And just so everyone knows, mine and Austin's purpose and why is home improvement. So you can find our new YouTube channel on carpeting, painting, all things home improvement at Life Beyond Fitness. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Because Life Beyond Fitness, that's what it is. And then Life Beyond Fitness is home improvement. So you guys are welcome. And then also maybe a little bit of evolution and civilization and other other real shit that goes on. But for the most part, home improvement. We're not going to be, we're not going to say we're not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we're out to change the world and we're out to completely reinvent what you consider to be carpeting or painting or whatever you consider to be the way. Yeah. You know, we don't discriminate like, against black or white carpets either. So just so everyone knows. Yeah. And, and well, there's no, disc there's no discriminatory behavior um, towards, towards anything, whether it's carpet, dude, I don't, you could paint your floors. I think it's important to understand that you could even flip this entire idea and put carpet on your ceiling and then put this spiky shit that's on my ceiling that no one else ever wants again oh, yeah. on your floors and start walking on that and see if you see if you enjoy it. Why not? It could be therapeutic. Why not? So I think we should flip all the beliefs on its head on their head. I agree. Um, Dude, fuck houses. I don't need boxes to live in. I don't need anything. I'm just I'm gonna become one with nature. If I want to be really holistic and really just one with the way. I don't need anything. I don't need a house. I don't need clothes. I'm just going to be, yeah, I'm just going to be naked out in the forest, picking some berries, killing some some ducks or something. That's what it is. In the creek. I have some poison ivy on me right now that is infuriating. I hate poison ivy. <laughs> I'm allergic to poison sumac, ivy, oak, tiger skin, whatever the fuck All right. is out there. I'm allergic to it. And I have, it's on my leg and it's on my stomach and it's infuriating. Oh, that's rough. I got sunburned yesterday, so we are struggling in the skin area. <laughs> We're struggling. Um, let's end it, man. I, I I've, as always, um, I mean, now that you're listening to this, you'll realize that I think this, we're going to make this a two-parter. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys have listened to this long, please send me a DM and let us know how we can oh, help with your home it. improvement. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I really want Home improvement, you name it. We, home improvement. Um, Dude, we'll fix your whole house in 10 minutes. Just just let us know. <laughs> I swear to God. Just give us some time. Yeah. It's it's only it's like a thousand dollars an hour and, and then that's but we really want to help people. So after you pay us, we're just gonna give it all back to you. Yeah. So. Austin and Matt, how do I? <laughs> yes. You yeah. How do I life? Yeah, we've got we've got that's our new <laughs> channel. It's a spin-off. It's the first episode of that podcast that we just started. I'm ready. Um I'm ready for it. You're ready. <laughs> This um, is great, dude. Any closing remarks on this ridiculous ending? <sighs> no, dude. I appreciate you. I appreciate the listeners. Um, and God bless America. That's about all I can say right now. <laughs> no, but seriously, it was a, it was a great conversation. Uh, I hope I hope people get a lot out of it. Um, and and uh, you know, do your part. That's all I can say. Start with personal responsibility. Start with you, helping yourself, helping others, helping the world. That's it. I think that's a that's a good that's a good end. And so understanding baselines, understanding detachment from 
expectation and understanding perspective um, based off whatever baseline you're starting from, um, taking personal responsibility for your beliefs and your actions, and understanding that true change can come and does come from your direct surroundings and those you're immediately around and influencing on a daily basis. And so if you come across someone who is doing something that you don't see as in any way acceptable, um, try and, and, and there's someone that you, again, feel safe to talk to and you don't feel like you're going to get punched in the face with the butt end of a rifle or something like have a conversation and try to challenge them in a way that you're at least asking why they believe something and try and go deeper than the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, because, Oh, this is how it's been forever. Why? Oh, because of this, this and this. Well, why was that set up? Right. Well, it's probably set up because of the benefit of that. Why? Mm. And so it's like, you got to keep digging and you got to keep getting down, which then could reinforce not only your point, but allow them to think through things they've never, ever had to think through that they've just taken for face value. Um, and people can think for themselves, which I think discovering things for yourself is an important thing. And I think that's a big part of meditation, introspection, journaling, um, that we all really sort of um should do well should do i'm looking for a word um promote uh, maybe oh, okay maybe promote the promote, actions yes. of those things yeah yeah um as being tools for for working through things objectively and and otherwise so mm -hmm, yeah even when um, difficult because it's going to be difficult even, most be hard man. most importantly when difficult because that's most important yes I think. and I, I think and yeah that's why i'm i mean i'm a fair weather meditator i'm mm -hmm. a fair weather um i mean i mean a lot of times i'm a fair weather journaler i mean i don't journal all the time i don't journal every day i don't meditate every way. day um but when i'm when i'm really needing to do it i do it and i'll be the first one to tell you it absolutely helps it, it helps to to get out the the order in the chaos it helps out or to make order of the chaos and it helps to get out the non-attached terminology of the masculine and feminine um, qualities of whether it's compassion or empathy towards being a bad motherfucker and getting shit done. Like it, it creates objective order to all the things that you need some order to. So right on. There you go. You buttoned it up nicely. You, you, yeah, your man, your your recap was way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great well yours was more focused on home improvement but <laughs> which is most important but you know anyway here we are follow us subscribe like comment <laughs> suggest <laughs> comment or okay that's it yes perfect <laughs> hey guys austin here thank you again for listening into the episode it means a lot if you can please head over to apple Podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review this does help us grow and be found by others. Also, just wanted to mention, if you guys are interested in free education based around training and nutrition, be sure to check out physiquedevelopment.com backslash free education, where you'll find free downloads, videos, articles, etc. No strings attached. Again, thank you. Chat soon.